Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute. I listened to a few episodes, and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and the Netflix show, Brainchild. So these people know what they're doing. As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning really cool. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. So it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, God. <laughs> so do I get the point or not? I, no. I don't actually care about your love life. <laughs> <laughs> when is the you... last time <laughs> <What is laughs> you mowed the lawn? What are you saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> I poop scoop. <laughs> what are you saying? It's important to have a solid grasp on reality. When's the last time you poop scoop? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. I feel like a lot of times it's easier to interview people than it is to do solo episodes because we have so much going on and the tension is palpable. Palpable. We are currently packing for an international trip. We'll be making a little video about it on our main channel if you want to check that out. We? We. We. What's the wink? Does that mean me? We are packing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. I love you. You and your big old ego around packing. And You're welcome. <laughs> you are so welcome. Oh, man. All right. In this episode, we wanted to talk about um, more explore how well we know each other. We've been married for seven years. Yep. Together for 10 yeah. Right? Dang. Okay. Um, so we're going to quiz each other and see how many questions we can get right. Yes. We had to keep it a little lighter today because the sass is just palpable. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's the great thing about marriage. We're always growing. We're always changing, learning more about each other. Um, but sometimes it does feel like we almost know everything about each other. And that's why I'm excited to see if that's true. It's so funny over the years because I can, I don't know about you, I can distinctly remember like when we were dating, there was so much about you that I felt like I was witnessing, you know, mm. and observing and like seeing, but I didn't know the why behind it or like okay. what it was. And I feel like now I'm like, it, it all makes sense. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing for me? No, I think it's a good... I don't mean it to be good or bad. I, I just like... You learn your spouse so well. And you're like, this makes sense. So I feel like there's two ways you can go with that, though. Either just say, oh, I know you, and I'm not going to believe that you can do anything to improve yourself. Or you could say, I know you so well, and it's adorable. You know, there's like a... A spirit of generosity, of, of charity to some It's extent. kind of the latter of like, 
I know you so well, and it's so cute, and I'm going to help you be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Are you kidding? Okay. Um, this would be a good episode for those listening uh, to listen to with your spouse. Yeah. We're going to ask the questions. You could pause it, answer the questions on your own, um, and see how you do. But since we're competitive, we decided to put some stakes on this. So whoever gets the most questions wrong whoever loses has to pack (laughs) (laughs) okay that wasn't that wasn't initially the game plan but i'm down for that what were you gonna do i'm up for that no no no. here's what's great about packing sean i'll pack myself and then you'll say you're not gonna wear that i don't i don't like that you really want to bring that shirt and then at the end of the day you're doing it anyway so it's like i it's more of me having learned my lesson i'm not worried about packing you Honestly, I've kind of gotten over that. I'm worried about packing everyone, making sure we got diapers, blankets, passes, passports. And how long do you think it'll take you to pack? I think it'll take me another two hours tonight. And I, I almost guarantee you that you are 10 xing the that bu- time budget. This in your you mind. You are in your so. Mind, I here's what I know about you after seven years of marriage. That I'm so you thoughtful. You inflate the issue. It's like, oh, I need four hours to pack. It's going to take you five minutes, Sean. You're, you know what? You should be grateful that I'm so I am super grateful, but you're also wrong. That's not what I'm hearing. You're also wrong. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. We're going to keep score on our dock here. Okay. Don't look. Don't look. Where Where did we go for our most recent date night? And what did I order? Oh, shoot. I have the answer. You have the answer? Time in five, four, three, two, one, go. I don't know. We went, we were in Salt Lake City. We went and ate in that igloo. We ordered the tomahawk steak. That does not count. That was not a date night. Okay, this is going That was with so two other um, women. I got one. You got zero, okay? Yo, no chance. One oh. All right, and we're also going to have a running clock. Right? That doesn't count. Was that, that was a date night? It initially was, and then you invited two other people, you goofball. No, sir Okay, we're going to have a 10-second clock on all these. Next up, you read it. What would my ideal morning look like? Wake up time, meal, routine. Great. Sean, you're not really a sleeper in her, but I think you'd like to sleep till like 7.30, not talk to anybody for uh, the next two hours. I think you'd like to make a coffee. You either wouldn't eat breakfast or you'd you'd wait like an hour and a half, two hours to eat. You kind of like to like work into that and you'd probably make eggs with a little English muffin toast. I think before noon you'd like to work out, but it's not going to be early morning. It's going to be like 11 a.m. Um, I think you'd like to play with the kids. Um, yeah. How did I do? Uh, Devos I'll put on there. Little, our daily reading. Um, I think you'd probably like a back scratch somewhere in there. But I reserve that for the night. Um, oh, you'd like to have a lot of time. More time than than we have to get ready and do your makeup. Yes. And do a shower. Yes. But that's too many things to fit into a morning when you got two kids, I think. I think you did really well. Thank you. And I think the only thing I would change there is I would actually love to eat right when I wake up. 
Really? But the kids are too chaotic that like I usually wait till they leave before I You give me the point on that one? Yeah, you get a point. Um Andrew's ideal morning would be probably to sleep until like 5:36. Okay. You like to wake up. You like to as of recently meditate, work out, take your supplements. You do like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. You do all your like health vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um you work out first and then you would come in and make oatmeal, some blueberries with some peanut butter. You would make coffee. Jump in the pool. Excuse me. Why are you filling in my answer? Um, You would do devos. You would like to read, have some alone time, and then play with the kids and me. And I I play with the kids in a much louder fashion than you do. Much louder. (laughs) How'd I do? You did great. I'll give you a point for that. Um, anything wrong I actually wrote down my morning routine step by step of course you did I'm big on writing things down these days I know you are (laughs) just like dad okay all right all right score is two to one Andrew's lead what's the coolest place I've ever traveled to what would I say the coolest place I ever traveled to was um I have yours Bali yeah okay great yours Clocks up. Ah, fine. I would say outside of us, your answer would be Germany because you talk about your Germany trip with your family as like this iconic experience. Okay, I'll take that. I do like I do like Germany. Europe as a whole with the history. It's very robust, you know? Yeah. Uh, where would you say the coolest place we've traveled to has been? Oh, my goodness. Probably Rome. Rome was amazing. Prague. Prague was really interesting. Vienna. Vienna was... Magic. Magical. I love how we didn't give a single finite answer to that, but we're just reliving Trinidad and Tobago. We're here for it. (laughs) All right. What medals did I win at the Olympics, and what year and event and location? 2008, Beijing. Yes. One gold, three silvers. Gold on the balance beam. Silver in the all-around. Silver in the vault. Um, what am I at? Silver. That's that's one gold and two silvers. Silver in the floor. And, and then. Silver is a team. Duh. Sorry. So that's that's five. Silver, silver, gold in the beam. Yep. <laughs> silver is a team. Silver on the vault. Silver. Why can't on the floor? Okay. Did I get it right? That's four. <laughs> That's four. Is that right? You actually got it wrong. Silver, not the vault. Not the vault. I thought that was a good one for you. Uh, I was never a vaulter. Bars? No. Floor, you, you bars, named... beam, vault, freaking floor. <laughs> I, I, I can't even think of the four events right now. I love that you didn't get this. You kind of got it. So you named, you listed five originally. Gold on beam. Yeah. Silver on all around. Yeah. Oh, silver oh, on yeah. team. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Silver on only one other event. Floor. There you go. 
<laughs> I, we never we never talk about Sean's gymnastics. Career, never. Other than on the podcast. So. I want to go on a little tangent here and explain something too. One of the things that was so endearing about Andrew early on, and it almost caught me off guard. When we met, I was 20 years old. I was in the height of like Dancing with the Stars, the Olympics, like everything. And every single person I met, pretty much, like 99.9% of the population out there, if I met you on the street, you would say like, how is the Olympics? Uh, how is Dancing with the Stars? Like everything was based off of my accolades. Not like a single person would be like, how are you? And when I met Andrew and we went on a first date, and then later on, even when we started dating, I don't think you asked me a single question about any of my accomplishments or like notoriety until two or three months into dating. Everything was like based off of my hobbies, my interests, my like heart, my family, my it's just like everything. You're like, I want to know you and I will never forget that. Not to get philosophical, but I, I really strongly believe that your accolades are the least interesting part about you. It's the qualities that lead to the fruit that is the accolades. Wow. That is interesting. I do want to call you out, though, because I do remember two or three months into dating when we did talk about it for the first time. You're like, I I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't watch the Olympics. Sean I didn't never. know who you were. <laughs> You never give me a compliment without giving me a little insult, a little, a little uh, <laughs> right back at you. Compliment. That's what you do. Um, okay, next up. Do I prefer the laundry or the dishes if I had to pick one? You would prefer to do the dishes. Yeah, I think, I think you'd probably prefer to do the dishes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, laundry. It's like. Wait, give us both a point. Bending over. Oh yeah. Hold on, I got that one wrong then. Huh? You did. So it's four three. Okay, what is one of my favorite qualities about you? Go. One of your favorite qualities about me is yeah. my smile mm -hmm. and my laugh. Mm -hmm. What is one of my favorite qualities about you? Uh, Andrew just doesn't <laughs> care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. That's what you always say. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. You're unapologetically yourself and goofy, and I love it. I love you. I love you. Uh, okay, Andrew, what was my first job? Gymnastics. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, your first job was in construction. Yes, correct. Oh my what God. were you doing? That's such a vague answer. It, it really is. <laughs> You're always like, it no, was construction. We, we would, my dad would like throw us into summer jobs and we'd build back patios or we'd like carry supplies and it would be whatever, eight weeks of that. He always kept us busy. What is my love language? Mm. How, how do how do I best receive love? Words of affirmation. I think that's probably right. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I think there's a caveat to this answer because I think I know how you receive it best, but I don't think it would be the answer that you would give. Okay. Does that make sense? So you think I receive it best? With words of affirmation. But my answer would be probably acts of service or quality time. What would you say? Here's my beef with love language. <laughs> Here, no, my, my beef with love. Yeah, I think you're probably right with that. I think I'd probably say acts of service. But like, I would say all of them, right? 
right. for sure. That's my beef. It's like for sure. Okay, so you want me to focus on this one thing? Yeah. Yours, I think you would say, and I think it probably is quality time or words of affirmation. Touch. I think it's touch. Oh dang! Okay. <laughs> Six well, Just because you like back scratches. No. Sean. Think about it. I would. I think I would say quality time, but I think it's actually physical touch because whenever, like, that's when I feel closest to. You. So do I get the point or not? I, no. I don't actually care about your love life. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I know. Sean and I spend all day every day together, and in the half hour time that I might try to go to my office, she'll wander in there like a little lost puppy dog. And I just need a cuddle. <laughs> so it's quality it's time. No, that's not quality time. That is physical touch. <laughs> okay, I so just need a cuddle. You're crazy. All right. Uh, Here. We both got it wrong. We're, I wanna not, we're, we're skipping points. No, it's tied I'm up. Gonna, it's six, no. six. <laughs> I want to give a caveat to that. I think because we spend so much time together on a daily basis, that quality time is a little bit now in life in the phase of life we are in is a little bit harder because like we just get exhausted with each other i don't don't speak for me please <laughs> i love time with you Shut up. When, when you <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> and i think the like feeling of being desired like physically whether it's a cuddle or a kiss or whatever it is it kind of like it transcends the work relationship, the husband and wife, the mom and dad, like everything. Mm. It's kind of like I've spent so much time with you, but I still desire to be like so close to you. That was really insightful and self self aware. Thank you. Good work. Uh, do I have any tattoos? <laughs> no. <laughs> you do you have... want any tattoos? No, no. No. I think I'm past. I'm like an old man now. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to see wrinkly tattoos on. on I w- you would look hot with a sleeve. I've, I've been thinking about a sleeve. If I did get a tattoo, I'd just go all in, get a sleeve. Would you get an arm sleeve or a leg sleeve? Both. I'd get alternating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'd be hot. Well, I, I like tattoos. Um, you have grace with humility on your forearm. Yes. Olympic rings. Yes. That's it. <laughs> did I get that right? Yes. Okay. And you want a little bumblebee and maybe uh, kids' initials or something like that. Yeah. Two new tattoos. Yeah. There you go. Um, Fun fact, though, I had my appointment scheduled and I got cold feet. She said she got sick, but we all know she got cold feet. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree. And therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Um, what's my biggest fear? Remember when we used to talk about this in dating? Yes. Your biggest fear is disappointment or failure. 
yeah, I think I used to phrase it as like not reaching my full potential. No. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, I remember I was able to like witness it with your dad. Your biggest fear is like disappointing your loved ones. No, but it's not because it's not because they ever made me feel like I was disappointing them. Not at all. It's because I no, felt no, no, no. so it was like this it was out of gratitude of everything that they've invested and poured into. Yes, me. and that's why self deprecating Andrew comes out so often. It's because like if you I love self deprecating Andrew. No, it's a good way to deal with no, problems. I, no. <laughs> it's because whenever you put such high standards and expectations on yourself to be so just like great that if you don't reach that expectation you put on yourself even though you think you don't believe in expectations you do you put a lot of expectations on yourself if you don't reach that in whatever it is whether it's like making a meeting on time or like overbooking your schedule and not like being able to fulfill it your fear of disappointment from the other parties or from yourself like cripples you no no no. It, it is it always is in relation to someone else i'm fine if i fail you know what i'm saying but if that affects other people, yeah, which now everything we do kind of does. It does. So maybe I should go see a therapist now that, <laughs> now that I'm in this yeah. intertwined world of... Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, Am I right, though? Yeah, but, but to expand beyond like the untapped potential, it's like, here's what I think, dude. Each and every one of us oh, is okay. put here for a purpose at such a time as this. I'm not kidding. Life is beautiful and life is short and life is beautiful because it's short. And you could find enjoyment, excitement, zeal for life in whatever you're doing, whether you're employed or employing, whether you're an athlete or you're not, whether you're playing video games or you're not. You just got to double down on what you love. Find, tap into that. Find it. And self-deprecate when you don't. Well. I, it's like a sense of humor and, and it's like it is not a sense of humor you go into no, dark no, no, places okay, no, th- there are there are dark places andrew self-deprecating but then there's also like he's kidding self-deprecating okay that one's funny the real <laughs> one is not your biggest fear i think well your least preferred way to die would be drowning <laughs> yes but what is your biggest fear i don't know we talked about this recently oh something with the kids yeah is that all? Is that is your that answer? It? Yeah, Does, I I don't think I get that right. I think that, I mean that that's pretty much right. But yeah, I think my biggest fear was always like drowning or whatever, and then we had kids, and my biggest fear pertains to them, like something happening to them. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right, you'll take that point. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna give myself a point for that. Yeah, you. Great. Okay, what did we do for bachelorette and bachelor parties? All right, Sean went to Chicago. She had Mallory. She had Katie. She had Mandy. She had Lauren. She had uh, Mariah was there. Mm-hmm. She made the bachelor party. Your whole bridal shower, Tori was there. Mm-hmm. Did everyone make it? Just not teeny. Not teeny. Because she was underage. And you went to like an ice cream parlor, I remember. We actually have vlog footage from our bachelor and bachelorette yeah. parties. It's still online. You can find it. What else did we do? Oh, you went on a boat? Yep. You did the dancing thing? What kind of dancing? Pole dancing. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow. Okay, we're doing that. You drank some champagne on the boat. Yep. I have vivid images of this. I know. You FaceTime me. I missed you. Yeah. And it was only one night. Yeah. That was it. We got like our nails done. Um, 
but it was I thought it was a perfect bachelorette party because we had people from every walk of life like we had some women who were pregnant um some girls who were sober some girls who were like just from like all ages and like everything so we did like a formalized sleepover we got an airbnb sleeping bags pajama party full thing it was adorable um we did a pole dancing class, which was the most comical thing we've ever done in our life. Because, like, we're all, for the most part, all of my bridal party is very, like, buttoned up to a certain extent. Yeah, and you get so bashful in that situation. Sean, Sean's not the type to, like, like really approach it with comedy. She's, like, you get bashful. And for you, sure. And giggly. And you're, like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I <laughs> and then we did, like, a brunch cruise, but it was freezing in mm -hmm. Chicago. Yeah. Got some ice cream. What did I do? hung out. Andrew went to his family's lake house with all of his bros. Um, majority your groomsmen, plus a few extra. Yep. You played paintball. Yep. You swam. I still, I still have a scar on you my back. You skinny dipped. Yes. You chugged hot sauce. One of us did, not me, but yeah. And then did you go into town to go to... Um, the steakhouse. The steakhouse, and we also went to a monster truck rally, which is electric. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't you, think I didn't know that. We went to the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Wait, there. that's sick. JD dialed it up. My brother did a great job. That's an awesome bachelor party, and it was two nights. Two nights is great. Good memories. Yeah. Nothing, okay. It, it, nothing like it was not the traditional bachelor party of like. Whatever. I don't even know why people have that stigma around bachelor parties. Stripper, it was just it drunk. was me with the yeah. bros. We yeah. were like out on the boat. Exactly what I wanted. And to same do. with the girls. Like we didn't get drunk and we didn't like nothing. Yeah. I do remember <laughs> there was one girl on my bachelorette party who was just determined to get belligerently drunk. And I was like, You need to calm yourself down I know or exactly leave. Exactly what you're talking about. And Next she wanted up. me to get drunk and I was like, No, we're done. All right. Next, okay. what's my biggest pet peeve? Um, <laughs> your biggest pet peeve is people not keeping their word. Dang, that actually, I, that hit me because I missed the meeting yesterday. Yeah. And now I, I would actually, th that is a big, a big frustration, commitments. But with you, it's. Every time I I don't talk on the phone that often, and I I I actually super dislike talking on the phone in front of other people. So I'll always like I'm not talking on the phone in the car. I'm not talking on the phone like in the living room. I'll like go a away to talk on the phone, which I don't talk on the phone a lot. Sean, <laughs> she cannot stand when I talk on the phone, and I don't know why. You can't stand it. You you will always come and be like, hey Andrew. Could you go get Chad? <laughs> no. No. It, uh, I think it's because since he doesn't like taking phone calls like around people, no matter the situation, it's like you drop everything <laughs> and just leave. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, man. Good times. You like be in Good the middle time. of changing a diaper and you're like, oh, got to go. And you just like walk out. There are certain people who, my friends, when they call me, I will pick up. All right. Yours would be when I when I uh, move the schedule around. When Sean yes. Sean has this mental calendar in her mind yes. that sometimes she doesn't communicate. It's not a mental calendar. It's literally <laughs> on our phones and it's shared with a lot of people. 
Okay. So like, great. That's that would be your pet peeve. Yeah. So ten ten. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows that finding the perfect T-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant, and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect T-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a T-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long T-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast. In the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. What was my favorite subject in school growing up? Like body, biology, anatomy, not anatomy, biology. How the body works. Or you'd say math. You were trying to be a doctor, though, so give me some credit. Throw me a bone. Throw me a bone. <laughs> That's right. But I would say math. Uh, yours would be history. Yeah. 1212. I'm I, proud of us. Have I had any bo- broken bones? Yes. You broke your collarbone good twice. Mem- good memory. Just once. Your mom says twice. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Um. I think that's it. Yeah. Sorry about that. You think that burp showed up on audio? Yes. <laughs> I don't know where that came oh from. It, it just kind of all happened so quickly. I think that's how you've broken. Yeah. I don't think you have. You've not had a broken bone. Broke your foot. Does that count? Oh, I also I also had a, a stress fracture in my back. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that counts as broken. Foot? You did not break your knee. I've you, broken three bones. Your foot, your other part of your foot. You know and this. Your forearm. Well. Oh, your toe. You know okay, one okay, of them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You broke your big toe. Yes. You broke your foot in gymnastics. No. Okay. What are? What'd you break? <laughs> Tell me. I don't get this point. <laughs> I broke my pinky toe. I broke in gymnastics. I broke my big toe nine months pregnant, and I broke my finger in gymnastics. I did not know that finger one. Twelve yeah, thirteen. This guy. My ring finger. Dang, that sounds painful. It was just the top. Sean's lead. What is my least favorite household chore? Least favorite household chore? (laughs) Picking up your clothes. Sean. You throw them everywhere. I find shoes on top of tables. Oh my, okay, okay. Back to pet peeve things. Strung out everywhere. Your sweaty clothes will be like on the bar. Ninety pairs of shoes, and I leave out one pair. It's like the it's like the kitchen or like the the vanity (laughs) mirrors. Mine mine has one thing on it, and she's like, "Clean up your space." And I look over, and it's a nightmare of stacked products. <laughs> you know that? that? Oh god! You know it's funny though. 
All oh. of my mess is always folded into a pile somewhere. <laughs> Anders is just strung out. But I have noticed this lately. And I don't know what. I don't know why. But you will walk in from outside. <laughs> whether you're coming home, whatever. You'll take your shoes off. And then you pick them up and put them on top of the table. Yeah, I have. That's I have. disgusting. No, it's because it's a mental cue for me to take them and put them away. But you never do. <laughs> I do. I do. People are concerned about shoes in the house because of like hygiene. You take it a step further and you put it on top of the table where we eat. Oh, man, that's funny. The, okay, I, I have like two outfits that I wear. And so I throw them on the floor because I'm going to wear them later. I'll like change into workout clothes and then I'll come back and change into the clothes i throw in the and your beautiful wife and, and, sh- <laughs> and she'll throw in the laundry because they like, smell no they don't you wear the same pair of underwear you're telling for me week. every time you find a clothes on the floor you pick it up and smell it and then a and thousand then percent you go that's a weird thing that if you do <laughs> no because i figure out if it's clean i'm like it's not clean and so i put it in the hamper you're like picking up my shirt and, like and then i come for the armpit i always like, smell your armpits <laughs> no, <Yes>. come on <laughs> I literally walked into your closet the other day. I was like, one of these shirts smells. I can smell it. All right. So that's not my least favorite household chore. Honestly, what is it? Um, You're just trying to tie up the score. <laughs> I There was a phase of life where I like Empty mowed, toilet paper mowing rolls. the lawn, but I just don't have time. Like, I would rather be with the kids. When's the last time you mowed the lawn, Andrew? Sean. <laughs> When is the last time you mowed the lawn? What are you saying? There was a time where I used to love just mowing the lawn. Sean will be like, oh, bro. You have not mowed the lawn since. Okay, 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 okay. Ever in our relationship. Yes, I have. No, you have not. (laughs) You hired a lawn service the day we moved in. Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right, how about poop scooping? Oh my god! I poop scoop. What are you saying? You've done that once. No, I've done it like ten times. <laughs> it's important to have a solid grasp on reality. When's the last time you poop scoop? <laughs> You're killing me right now. You, you did it once. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't you've stop. Done it never. You're too much. You're hilarious. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> you've done poop scooping. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. This is hilarious. I've sco- <laughs> I've poop scooped the same he's mowed. <laughs> Who is someone I really look up to? Oh, I'm crying. Okay. I don't know why it's so funny, but freaking. (laughs) Your distortion of reality is adorable. Same. (laughs) Okay. Who is someone I really look up to? Okay. Um, Jeremy Bloom. I know, no, no, that's random, but I I I think that does qualify. Uh,. Sure. Yeah. Who 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 comes to mind for you? Um my mom, your mom? Yeah. What about other people? Um my coach. Oh, Chow. 
Uncle Jim. Do you have mentors? Not like you. Someone you really look up to is Josh. Yeah. Josh X. Yeah, I don't have mentors like you do. But I had so many when I was younger that like, it's just not like the phase I'm in. Yeah. Tim Tebow was like my my idol for a long time. And now we know Tim. Yeah. And he's still my idol. <laughs> um, are you giving me that point? Uh, yeah. 13-14. Okay. You? You. Oh. This is you. Um, what is my all-time favorite movie? Frick. I got it. You have yours? Mm-hmm. Walk to Remember. That was a song. Is that it? Did I get that right? I am so impressed. Because that was a song. That was your walkout song, too, or something like that? For gymnastics? No. There was just like, yeah, I would listen to the soundtrack to like calm me down when I was like too hyped up. Uh, your f- all-time favorite movie? I have one in mind, but I'll t- I'll take suggestions as well. The only one that I can think of that I've heard you talk about in like an iconic way is it's about a guy in a wheelchair. Oh, frick! That is a good movie. Dang, that's yeah, that's it. Thank okay. You. Uh, The Untouchables. Yes. And it's this French guy, actually yeah. Idris Elba, which I don't even know actors' names, but I had to look this guy up after. Yeah. And it's just a story of ah, deep feeling. There you go. Not there you go. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm well, proud of us. Yeah, good job. 14 to 15. Um, Let's see. What's the next one? Name Not, somewhere we've talked about traveling to but haven't yet. I got two. Tokyo. Yeah. Africa. Yeah. Fiji. Maldives. Yep. Greece. China. Budapest. Australia. Buda, 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 Budapest. Russia. India. All right, this is great. Uh, yeah. Do I consider myself an introvert or extrovert? Mm, do I consider myself? I think you consider yourself an introvert, but you are 100% extroverted. I like other people. I love meeting a good stranger, but I also need you are quiet time. completely extroverted. My meditation time. You thrive over meeting new people. That is, I think, one of the greatest adventures in life. I think that is the definition of extrovert. Sean, Sean is for sure going to say she's an introvert, and yeah. she for sure is. I am. Which actually has caused some unique tension in our relationship. It is. Andrew will be like, just be better. Talk to more people. I'm like, I know. I'm like, ask questions. And she's like, I don't want to be in this conversation. I don't. What's my Enneagram? Um, neither of us really know either because we don't care about it. We're not super big Enneagrammers. Yeah, no. Um, We've taken it, but... Hold on, but you are... Let me look this it up. It changed, though, because I did it twice, and it was like two different answers. Don't look it up. We're fine. Sean's the achiever with a wing probably individualist. What? And oh. I'm probably the enthusiast wing. I don't think that's true at all. Okay, great. Well, we we did a whole episode on that, so I'm glad we remembered that. Yeah. Okay. What is my all-time favorite dessert? Neither of us get a point for there. No. Your all-time favorite dessert is um, baklava. Oh, talk to me, dude. So random. That was my papa's favorite dessert. It has honey incorporated. We are beekeepers. It's just this delectable 
crunchy traditionally made with pistachios pistachios yes with just a nice little when you get like pie crust just crispy what is my all-time favorite dessert rocky road ice cream definitely not mint ice cream that's bottom of the list for you am i wrong with cake just simplify this ice cream there you go. <laughs> okay. Any ice cream. Any ice cream. Okay, great. I'll take that point. 1819. Okay. As a kid, what did I want to be when I grew up? A doctor. Yes. You want to be a football player. I'm going to say that you're wrong. That was one of the... My, my list is still growing for what I want to be when I grow up. An astronaut. No, 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 no. Yes. A race car driver. A pilot. Babe, did you know? I was thinking about this. I used to draw the Blue Angel airplanes on their yeah. driveway. I remember you talking about Blue Angels. So you're wrong. That's what I wanted to be. That is not wrong. We have to go into this last question tied. Fine, whatever. But you used to say as a kid, because your dad was a football player in Purdue, you wanted to be a football player. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So I technically get that point. 19 all. Here we are. The home stretch. It all comes down to this. Interesting. Who would have thought that this is where we'd be tied? Who knows me best aside from you? Wow. Okay, how are we answering this? Childhood friends? Do they know you the best? Is it friends that you vibed with most recently? It would be like... Oh, even parents? I think it's just like, who knows you best right now? Who who can answer the most questions about you right now? I know yours. Who? Ryan Littman. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's right. Love Rai Rai. Yeah. I have two names in my head and I th- will give you a point for either. Mama J. No. You gotta give me a point. No chance. Well, you're gonna try to take the win on this? No, but that's not either of the people I was thinking about. Girl. Girl. I promise you. Two other people could answer so many more questions than my mother. <laughs> Mallory. There you go. Did I lose? Or Lexi. There you go. Did I lose? Uh yeah. You did. By one point? I think maybe by two. Yeah, on a yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, let us know how you did. I guess that was probably around 20, 22 questions. Yeah. I don't know if you learned anything about us, but we got yeah. some good giggles. In. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's a good way to start your day. So thanks for listening. That's all we have. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We'll be back next week, as always, Wednesday morning or afternoon with a new episode. So see you there. Have a good day. All right. Real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors. I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. 
If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.